Hi guys, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever it is. It is 6.23 a.m. and I am fucking hype. It is moving week. I am so excited. I woke up and I was like looking around my 70% empty house and I was like, okay, like I have some more shit to donate and give away, but I'm feeling good. Moving is a bitch. It's annoying. It's so tedious. Obviously I'm so fucking grateful for it. Um, <laughs> but it also doesn't help that I'm legit the world's worst packer. I'm literally just throwing shit in boxes and like keeping my fingers crossed that everything doesn't <clears throat> completely shatter. Um, Troy, my boyfriend, he can pack a suitcase, like a bed of a truck, like, you know, the Tetris game. Like he knows how everything fucking fits. So does my dad. I've realized, um, along the way that I'm actually just dating my dad. My dad used to uh, own a grocery store, so he knows how to like you know, pack everything into little boxes. It is mind blowing to me. I'm like, guys, just throw it all in and, and hope for the best. Okay. Um, Troy has seen some of these boxes. I've also sent some pictures of like the inside of the boxes to my dad. And he's like, you're literally giving me hives. Like what is wrong with you? Um, I can't wait for Troy to unpack some of them. He is just going to laugh at me even more. So anyway, um, I'm lucky enough to have, you know, bought pretty much all new furniture. Like some of my furniture was very old, like from like Ikea, which Ikea is great, but like 10, 12 years old, like it, it was time. Some of my nightstands were like rickety and like falling apart and like standing on three legs sort of thing. Um, but I really feel like the move won't be that bad. It's just a shit ton of clothes, a shit ton of shoes and a bunch of boxes and like, a, pr a plethora of, that's a big word, of dog toys, um, and probably 15 boxes of skincare and makeup products. So um, I feel like it won't be that bad. They come Saturday, and then, you know, I just plan to drink a, a few gallons of wine and unpack everything. And I don't know if this is true for anyone else, but I love, love, love when people film things in like that sped up speed, you know? Um, there's an app, what's it called? Um, Hyperlapse that I use sometimes. And it's like you film something, but then the app like speeds it up for you. Who is that influencer? Her name is Maddie Nelson. Can't relate to her whatsoever. Like married, has two beautiful children, like has her life very, very, very together. Um, but it, I found it so interesting. She recently moved into a new house and she hyperlapsed like her and her husband unpacking everything. And I don't know what it is, but it's so like calming to me. And I watch the entire thing, like in detail, I sit there on my phone. I'm like, wow, like watching her unpack this box, I guess, um, I need a hobby, but anyway, I plan to do that. It's also a great thing because your phone has to be completely away. And while I've been like unpacking, I get myself so fucking distracted because like I'll, my phone will ding, I'll do it, blah, 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 blah. So anyway, that was totally totally pointless. Um, but anyway, this move is special to me for a few reasons, right? Like one, I put down my earnest money, um, which is like the down payment sort of thing on a house. If, if you don't know what that means, um, in May <laughs> of 2021, um, was told that I will move in, in the fall around like August. That didn't happen. was told I would move in the first of November. That didn't happen. End of December. Um, and then first week of February. None of those happened moving in the first week of April. Can't fucking wait. Um, so it's obviously been a long time coming, but 
It's also the second house that I've purchased for myself, completely alone, like for me and and the boys. Um, and I don't say that to brag. I say that just to remind myself, honestly, that like I did this without any financial help from another person. Like I don't, I, I'm not a trust fund baby. Um, unfortunately, <laughs> like my friends, actually I had one of my friends reach out and screenshot me a DM and was like, and people actually ask like my friends if, if like I'm lying <laughs> and they don't believe me when they're like, or they don't believe them when they're like, actually it's like the exact opposite, uh, <laughs> which it's like, hi, I'm not lying. Like, don't you think that I have a somewhat of like a public platform? Like if I was a trust fund baby, like that would eventually come out and I would look like a big giant fucking loser. Anyway, um, I also very, very unfortunately do not have a sugar daddy. Um, looking into it, but you know, just kidding. Um, but I honestly, I, I just work hard. Um, and I, we've talked about this before, but it just always shocks the fuck out of me. How often people question like why a woman is successful or how she's successful. Like, mm, like, what does she do then? Like people feel the need to like dig in and be like, no, there's no way she did this all on her own, blah, 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 sort of thing. Like if you, not if you, but a lot of people, like, they see a woman driving a Range Rover and they instantly think, rich husband, like, buying my house. What's your husband do? Um, but what's that documentary? Um, the Anna Delvey, Inventing Anna on Netflix. Like, I went to a wormhole on the internet. And it's actually shocking to me how many women, or sorry, how many men are in prison for the same thing or have been in prison. And it was obviously, like, such a good story and everything, but... I think part of the shock factor of that story is that she's a young woman, which I'm honestly like a bit proud of her, to be honest. <laughs> um, like she fooled a bunch of rich old white men who were millionaires on Wall Street. Like that's actually impressive and somewhat like giggle worthy. Obviously, yeah, she committed a crime and fraud, blah, blah, blah. Like, it's all wrong. But I know so many of those men sit in, like, their cigar clubs at night in a little circle jerk, like, talking about how much money they make. And then they publicly get fooled by a young woman. And it's like, oh, you're actually not that smart. Like, you're just <laughs> a loser. Um, they weren't. Anyway, uh, not the point. I'm, I'm not one of those women to, like, hate men and, and think that women should always make more money than them and blah, blah, blah. Like, yes, we should have equal rights and, and we should be on the same pay scale. Yes. 1000%. Um, but actually in my first year in staffing for a, a bit of time, I was the only woman in corporate leadership. Like I was actually the youngest, um, but I was the only woman and people would congratulate me and be like, Oh my God, Gretchen, like you're the first woman in leadership. Uh, how to be a woman in leadership, blah, 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 all this stuff. And it's like, Yes, that is true, but I'm also just the best candidate. Like it didn't matter if I was a man or a woman or like I was just the the best candidate based on my performance. Um, but anyway, I remember sitting around like a conference table with a few of those old white men and, and giggling under the table while they tried to show like how big their dick was and you know, gently trying to give me tough love and some advice and and here and there and and being like, yeah, well, you know, you got to take emotion out of it, Gretch, like blah, blah, blah. And then I would fucking run circles around them with a team full of, you know, 100% women. And, and some of the men, you know, went and got fired because of their lack of performance. So 
Anyway, I, I feel like I'm talking in a run-on sentence. Um, does anybody else feel that? Anyway, um, okay. It was highly, highly requested. We're going to get into, um, uh, I have a bunch of emails, a bunch of DMs. I have some text messages from my new text message thing, um, just about advice and questions and all of that. To be honest, I know last week's episode was only like 30 minutes long. This one, I'm going to, I'm, whoops, sorry, fam, my doorbell rang. It's not even 7 a.m. And people from Facebook Marketplace are already here <laughs> to pick up um, my literal decor from Ikea from 2013. Like that is wild to me. What was I talking about? Um, yeah. So I am going to answer as many of these questions as I can. Um, I honestly feel so bad at, I'm just being super transparent with you guys, super bad at my job right now. Like I am, I'm so, so, so focused on the move and so, so, so focused on new skin and my team. And I feel like on my Instagram, I don't feel very connected with you guys on my podcast. My episode was so short last week and people were like, no, like we wanted you to talk for like 90 minutes on that topic. And I'm like, fuck, like, I'm sorry. Um, so anyway, they're like, my life is not hard. Like truly I have zero reason to complain. There's nothing wrong. Um, I just feel sometimes a little bit like overwhelmed, you know, and I need to, I need to like figure that out. Now I'm just going to talk like you're my diary, but I feel like I want to give a hundred percent. I, I do not half-ass anything. I really don't. I kind of like pride myself on that, that if I am all in, I am all in on the same hand. If I'm all out, I'm a hundred percent all out, but I feel like I, I don't have a good system in my life where I have the like mental bandwidth to give energy a hundred percent to everything that I want to give 100% to. And then I just start to feel like I'm fail, not failing, but I feel like I'm bad at things. And then I'm like, fuck. So then I try to, you know what I mean? And then I like get stressed out and overthink and blah, blah, blah. So there was no point in me telling you that other than I just needed to say it out loud. Um, but I just, like, again, nothing that I do is hard, right? Nothing that, I'm not a brain surgeon. I'm not a nurse. I'm not saving anyone's life. I'm not doing anything of like the utmost importance. I just feel a lot of, um, um, responsibility to, uh, how do I say this? I don't know. I talk to you guys all the time and you, you guys send me so many nice messages. Like, thank you so much for responding to this. Like to be completely transparent, I have had like, te like tears running down my face as I read messages out loud to my friends or to Troy, people being like, you saved my life. Like I've had so many people be like, you've saved my life because of what you said, um, or because of this advice and, and, and you got me out of this abusive relationship. One, I didn't get you out. I just kind of maybe held your hand along the way, but because I've received those messages, I'm like, fuck, if I am not responding to these messages, then I feel so much responsibility um, and that I'm not doing what I should be doing. You know what I mean? So anyway, that is, um, just going into my diary should probably, you know, I won't delete this. I never do, but, um, anyway, no point to that story other than, um, I just feel, you know, somewhat overwhelmed sometimes, but so I am going to get into a few of the 
the questions and advice things that I've received over the last week. I will try to uh, make this um, as detailed and long as possible, but I promise after the move, um, and I, I hate when people say that, like, oh, after I get this or after this, after this, I feel like my life is just in like six different places right now. So when I am settled into that house, I know that my mind will feel more settled. I will be in one spot. Everything will be together. I'm so fucking excited. And that will hopefully be next week. But next weekend is Troy's birthday. And um, I won't, he's literally my first listener. So I'm not going to tell y'all, hi babe, what it is. Um, but I'm taking him on a surprise trip. He has no idea. I've been planning it for months. I am so fucking excited. Um, and hope that he is too. Um, so that'll be fun. But anyway, before we get into that, it was highly requested that I give my thoughts on the whole Will Smith, Chris Rock thing. First of all, I hate Chris Rock as an actor. I find him so fucking annoying. Um, and I love Will Smith like as an actor, I've always been a fan of him. He's a fan fave. He's one of my brother's favorite actors. Like, um, I just love him, but here's what we all need to remember, right? I've had a day or two to process this, but Hollywood is full of a bunch of actors and agencies and companies who are trying to make money. Like we truly do need to always remember that. Like they're trying to get their ratings up. They're trying to be talked about. Most of them are entitled little pricks who have like no real grip on the real world. Like remember at the beginning of the pandemic when they all did that, we're in this together, like stupid fucking songs singing from their pools and their mansions and their pool boys and people who like lick their buttholes all day. Like not relatable, didn't help whatsoever, really just so fucking stupid, but... Anyway, if you get down to like, was the slap real? I was talking to Troy about it and he was saying there were professional MMA, is that how you say it? Fighter people um, who were like, there's no way that was real because of how, you know, quote, hard Will Smith slapped him. And that Chris, if you like slow down the video, you can like look at him like kind of leaning forward. Like he knows a slap is about to come. Like he would have a hundred percent fallen backwards. And then I get, it does blow my fucking mind that people actually watch people fight on TV. Like I, like the, the fighter people, I really do not get the, the, the joy behind that. But anyway, um, there's also, which I didn't really realize there's fake fighting on TV. Did you know that? Like people do like the whole like brawl thing in a ring, but it's fake and people know that it's fake. So there were those people who do that for a living and they're like, yeah, we, we know fake. Like that was 1000% fake. Um, but anyway, and, and then <laughs> if Will Smith just came up there and just slapped a dude, like there's no security, they just let him sit there. Like, I find that very hard to believe. I mean, it is Hollywood, so there are truly no fucking rules for anyone. Um, just like how, you know, the actors and actresses on the red carpet didn't have to wear masks, but you know, the, the servers and, and waiters and, and people had to wear masks. I'm like, what the fuck is this? But anyway, um, but just remember, guys, right? Will Smith was there to win an award for best actor. Like, he is a fucking actor and he's the best one. Like, one of the highest paid in the world. Like, of course he can draw, like, cry at, 
at the drop of a hat. Like that's his fucking job, you know? So, and then there's the people, you know, saying shit about Jada and how she sleeps with other people. And this is just why I find so little amusement in pop culture because it's all staged for us to like be having these conversations and be talking about them and again, get their ratings up and have people be clickbait. And like, we're literally just little puppets, I feel like for their show. But um, like, we all need to remember that they do this shit on purpose. Like there's no way that it's all real. Like you and I and everyone else have absolutely zero clue what goes on, like in Will Smith and Jada's home, for example, like there's always an ulterior motive. And this is literally how like they make a living, you know, um, what it, and they, uh, like quote, you know, I had a bunch of people, oh, well she slept with other people. Like, so they, you know, quote, say that they're in an open marriage. Doesn't that like mean that you can sleep with other people? Like everyone who's like, oh, she's a piece of shit. She's terrible, blah, blah, blah. Will Smith, like (laughs) seems to kind of fucking like her. I don't know. We truly don't know anything at all. Like I originally thought it was real and I was like, yeah, like go Will, like stick up for your wife. Like they're married, right? Yeah. Um, no physical violence is not the answer. Um, but that joke was fucked up and here's where I fucking hate Hollywood even more. Like they missed the boat here, not cruise. And I don't know if they have, because I really have stopped looking into it, but they should be 1000% crucifying Chris Rock for saying that joke. Like I always think of how many kids watch this shit now. Like, you know, they go on the playground and they're like, Oh, I'll be Chris Rock and you be Will Smith. And here, let me say something super degrading about someone's appearance or let's make fun of this girl who has cancer. Like, that and then if it was planned, I'm like, who the fuck thinks that that's funny and should be like, you know what I mean? It's just so like pathetic, to be honest. It's like the whole Michael Vick thing. Don't even like hold me back. Like, don't get me started. The fact that that motherfucker is allowed to play in the NFL after he, I'm not going to even say what he did. Everybody knows what he did, but literally the world's biggest piece of shit. And now, and, and he's like an idol to kids, like kids idolize NFL players. And now people are like, oh, he did his time. I don't give a fuck. Like you should be held to a higher motherfucking standard. I'm sorry. My brother was in the army, wore a helmet, could have been on the front lines, make $17 an hour. You're a motherfucker in a helmet, bashing your head against people like a dumb fuck, making millions and millions and millions of dollars. You should a 1000% be held to a higher standard. If my brother did that, he would never be allowed back into the army, but you can go be on national TV and do all these press conferences and have all these women suck your dick and blah, blah, blah. Like that is so fucked up to me. Like I wish that I could take a butter knife, a dull butter knife and slowly chop his little tiny wiener off and put it in a blender and make him drink it. Like, wow, I, I need some help. But seriously, like, the whole Hollywood, um, the elite, or what a, the famous people, whatever are he- like, it's so if you sometimes like take a step back and picture that, like you're, I don't know, like, uh, like viewing the world from like an outside view, like it's laughable. We all just like praise and like, oh, you're so godly to these people who lie to us, have no idea what our names are. Like the people who spend thousands and thousands and millions of dollars on like Super Bowl tickets and stuff to sit in a stand. Like 
that fan, maybe they're nice and maybe they appreciate you and you're on their gratitude list, but they don't fucking know your name. And we just like, you know what I mean? Like, couldn't we shift that money and couldn't we like take the money and maybe go like build, build a house for the homeless or just like, you know, shift the thought, like maybe let's idolize like other people. Like let's not idolize. Anyway. Wow. I'm in a fucking rant. (laughs) Okay. Popular topic, popular question. Gee, I can't stop hating my body. I'm 33 years old and can't help but think of how good my body was back when I was in college. I used to think I was fat. I can't stop comparing. Please help. That was summarized. Um, But okay, let's get into this. The first thing that I want you and everyone to remember is would you say the things that you say to yourself to a good friend of yours? Like, I fucking hope not. I hope you wouldn't say, you look so fat. You're disgusting. That looks like shit on you. You're so ugly. Like, if you did, you would be literally the world's worst person. So, uh, and like we always say around here, you are the person that you spend 100% of your life with. Like, every fucking moment of every fucking day, you spend with yourself. So stop treating her like shit and talking shit to her and making her feel bad. Like, why do we do that to ourselves? It's literally so absurd. Like people can say shit to us all day long, but then we just add it in and we say it to ourselves. Like it's wild. So our bodies are also meant to change. Like we are growing human beings. That's the point. Um, but, but let's find what you love about your body. Okay. And don't say nothing because that is not true. For example, I had a friend, um, she was looking for an outfit for an event that she's going to. And I was like, okay, what's the favorite part of your body? And she's like, I don't have one. I said, okay, get naked, send me a nude pic right now. And I will pick, uh, the best part of your body for you. And (laughs) she did, Uh, She sent me a full-on nude from multiple angles. I was actually sitting at a nail salon and had my fingernails wrapped in like that tin foil because I get S&S and I couldn't X out of the picture. So I was sitting there and my nail lady, her name is uh, Lily. She stared at the picture, stared back at me, then talked shit about me in different language uh, to her friends. And then everyone just stared at me. So anyway, um, I was looking at the pictures and I was like, okay, like your legs are fire. Let's find a dress that accentuates your legs. Like that's what we're doing. So, um, like I, I'm going to Mexico in a few weeks and I'm so far, uh, out of the normal shape that my body is normally in. It's insane. Um, like I said on my stories, my stomach is a a bread basket full of love. That's what happens when you fall in love. Um, you get, you get a little thick and you know what? Fuck it. I like it. I wouldn't change it for the world, but, um, I'm, I'm choosing to focus on what I love, um, and what I can control, try to make some better decisions. But like my stomach isn't flat. My legs aren't as toned as they normally are, but I love how fast my arms build muscle and my shoulders. So I'm choosing to wear clothes and outfits that accentuate my arms, right. While trying to eat a little better kind of, um, and get up some workouts, Well, I can kind of, but all in all, girlfriend, life can be hard and it can hit us like a ton of bricks with like serious shit, right? So don't, don't spend time hating your body, right? It's kind of trivial. Um, Focus on what you love about it. And again, don't say nothing. There are tons of things 
that you can love about your body. Okay. Take care of it. Um, send some nudes to your friends, have them hype you up, send some nudes to me, just not on Instagram. Don't need to get banned. Okay. Love ya. Um, but there are just, there's so many things to love about yourself. I'm sure that, um, there is absolutely nothing to hate. So I love you. Send those nudes. Let me know how it goes. Hi guys, it's me. If it sounds completely different, it's because um, this is now, what, like three hours later? Because I had a few things come up with the house and I had to go take care of them. So, but I'm still sitting in the same spot. Anyway, okay, let's jump back into these. Um, hold on, I gotta choose one. All right, uh, Gretch, I've been with my boyfriend for a little over a year and everything is great. He has a good job, a great family, and I know he loves me. He slyly brought up engagement rings the other night when we were at dinner with friends and one of my friends called me after and said my face went white and I kind of frowned when he said that. I don't think I want to marry him, but I am conflicted in my head if it's because I don't love him or I'm being too picky. Any advice appreciated? Please keep anonymous. Thank you so much. Um... Okay, I remember talking about this like nine months, that's a random number, some time ago on my Instagram and like the crowd went wild. So I'm gonna say this first and obviously everything that I say comes with love. I think you guys know that. But if you are anonymously writing into a podcast for advice on this, you already know the answer. Um, You wouldn't be questioning it. Um, If you knew he was the one, you would you just, you wouldn't be writing in, you know what I mean? And that's okay. Like, I think that some people are so afraid of that to like admit that to themselves. Like it sucks and it's scary and, you know, you can feel all the feels, but it is okay. Um, and I, I think that people always kind of like, like, uh, relate to this, right? Because like they can either relate or they need to relate. Like this is something that people need to hear or they know someone who needs to relate to this. But there should not be one motherfucking question. If you want to marry this dude, any dude, anyone that you're dating, there should be butterflies. You should feel giddy about it. Like it should be a, like when he talks about it, when you guys bring it up, like it should be something that's so exciting and like your cheeks hurt from smiling, right? Like, yes, relationships can be tough. It's not all sunshine. It's not all roses. Like I get that. But if you guys are, what did you say? A year in, I personally don't think that you should be questioning it. Even if you're five, 10 years in, like you shouldn't be questioning it, right? Um, A few other things that I notice is, where is this? When you say like, oh, he has a good job and he has a good family. Those aren't exactly like the top things that like I want to say about my future husband, you know, like, if you're currently currently in a relationship, like think about it, what do you love about them? Like it should be how they make you feel and the amazing connection that you have and that they're your best friends and you, you know, you want to call them when something really, really good or really bad happens. Um, you know, it's more of, it's way more in my opinion than, than having a good job and a good family. And that's great that you know that he loves you, but at the end of the day, do you love him? Do you want to spend the rest of your life with him? And I feel like A lot of people feel guilt for this, to be completely honest. I was in a relationship where I loved the person and I knew that he loved me and it would be great, but it just, he wasn't the one. 
He's not someone that I wanted to spend the rest of my life with. And it sucked because he's, he was, is I'm sure still such a good dude, like really great friends, like all of that. And it was, it was a difficult decision, but at the end of the day, you have to think about yourself and it's a very self-serving thought. And yes, it's hard for people to be selfish and it, it can seem negative, whatever, but like, this is your life again you are spending the most amount of time with yourself throughout the entire of your lifetime. You need to make sure that you're taking care of you. And at the end of the day, like just thinking back to my personal situation, it was probably the best thing I could have ever done, obviously for myself, but, and for him, because I would have, if I decided not to do that, I would have stayed and been miserable and that would have been terrible for him too, you know? So Anyway, I feel like a lot of people are scared to make those decisions. And yes, I'm not saying that it's an easy decision and it's just so fun and exciting, um, but it needs to happen and you need to think longer term, you know? Um, also, there is no such thing as being too picky and don't like let yourself or let anyone ever make you feel that way. Um, I was actually looking at my Facebook memories the other day, which I highly recommend doing. It's very humbling. Um, and I put my status up. It was probably like 2009. And I remember saying this quote and like saying it to a bunch of people and then being like, oh my gosh, that's so smart. And I'm like 99.9% .9 sure I made it up. If I didn't, then sue me. Um, but it said, uh, never settle. If you want roses, don't settle for daisies. And I don't know why I thought of that, but um, like if you want what you want, right? Again, like if you want someone who is X, Y, and Z and makes you feel X, Y, and Z way, then why the fuck would you ever settle for not having that, right? So um, like just you're looking for the person, not, you're not out there looking, but like if you're in a relationship, can you stop Henry? Like you need to think like, do you want to spend the, it's, it's not a simple answer. It's not a simple decision, right? But it is like, do you, want to spend the rest of your life with this person, if there is a question mark, then I would like deep dive into that and uh, maybe maybe make some decisions based off of that. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't like be in a relationship with someone who you're like, yeah, I guess he'll work. You know what I mean? Um, but I think all in all, you're questioning it. You probably have had this conversation with your friends or maybe you haven't, but um, your friend noticed it, noticed like a shift in your demeanor I don't know. Um, I really just don't think that you'd be writing in if, if you knew the answer and that I feel in my heart for people who live in that state of thinking or that state of feeling like, Oh, I don't know. Like that's a shitty, shitty feeling to have. And I feel, um, for you also, sorry, last thing on this, I really don't want any decision of staying with someone to, to stem from insecurity. Right. I feel like so I, you know, you, you view, you, uh, what the fuck am I trying to say? Like you, uh, God, why am I so <sighs> like, I don't want a decision to stem from insecurity. And what I mean by that is like, it don't stay obvious, not obviously, but obviously don't stay with someone because you're insecure that you're never going to find someone else. You know, I think that I think of like men this is going to sound kind of fucked up, but like men who are with these awesome women and these women are so insecure that they're like, oh, like 
I really, you know, maybe like deep down subconsciously, they're like, oh, I probably deserve someone like better than this. Like I know I'm the shit, but like I have insecurities that are like blocking that. So then they stay with these like half average men. I'm not talking about looks. I'm not talking about any of that. I'm talking about like half average dudes like that don't, that treat you kind of well, but not really. And eh, 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 those kind of dudes, like these Girls, women, they have they have insecurity in it. Like, does this make sense? Probably not. Anyway, um, maybe we'll get into that a different time. But um, yeah, that was that that was. I'm gonna land the plane. Goodbye. You know, I think I could really benefit from writing my thoughts down, um, thinking about what I'm gonna say before I speak into a public microphone. But you know, that just really wouldn't be me. It wouldn't be on brand. Um, so maybe it'll be like a whole new house, new me. And, uh, you know, the next podcast that I record, I will be in the new house, which is kind of crazy to think about, but maybe I will be so organized. I'll have a piece of pen, a piece of pen, a piece of paper and a pen, and I'll like write down my thoughts and it'll be amazing. Probably not though, but we can only hope. Um, okay. So I'm going to synopsisize. Is that a word? Not sure. That, no joke, 40, probably 45, um, between emails and DMs of this same topic. And I've talked about it on my Instagram before. I've talked to a lot of you guys um, in, in my texts or in my uh, DMs about this as well, okay? It's the whole boyfriend cheated on me, can't get over it. It's been six months. It's been a year I can't go on dates with it. I don't want to go on dates with anyone else. I'm still so upset about it. Why did this happen? Thinking about it all the time. Um, just pretty much asking for advice there, right? So there's a few things that I think could be going on, but um, I'm going to talk about the main one in a second. But like, uh, I feel like this happens so much where you're in a group of friends, right? And, and people are getting engaged and they're in serious relationships and they're getting married. And you're just like, well, what's wrong with me? You feel super self-conscious and, and you just can't stop thinking about it. And I've um, had friends who are in this exact same situation. And then they start like, it. it's almost like the breakup happened like six months ago or a year ago, like a long time ago, that then they start to forget like how big of a piece of shit someone was and they just start thinking about like all the good things right and it's like oh yeah but this oh maybe and this is the fucking worst when people when girls are like well you know I really didn't do this enough like I didn't cook him enough fucking sandwiches so that's why he cheated on me so you know maybe it's me no stop let me grab you by the shoulders and headbutt the fuck out of you no Absolutely not. But anyway, um, I think a lot of these thoughts stem from like jealousy of other relationships or you're bored or you're just being self-conscious about things. You're not accepting that it's over. You still have hope that it'll work out. Um, if this dude was a piece of shit, then you need to get a piece of paper and a big fat marker and write down everything that we hate about him and stick it to your fridge. If that's what it's going to take, then that's what it's going to take. Um, but my main thought whenever someone says this kind of shit is like, if you truly believed that you deserved better, you would get over it. And I mean that obviously lovingly, but like you need to focus your energy and your thought patterns on why you're the tits. Okay. Because I feel like 
maybe, and obviously in the 45 different messages, they're all wicked different situations and scenarios. But like, you, if you were like, you know what, it didn't work out either. The dude was a piece of shit and that's on him or, you know, it, he just wasn't the person. If you thought like, but you know what? My person is out there. And if I just spend all this time crying in bed, eating Ben and Jerry's, I'm never going to find that fucking person. Then you would be getting over it. You spend so much of your energy and your, your limited like thought pro, uh, you know what I mean? Like we only have so many thoughts in a day. You're spending so much of it on this dude who's probably fucking hookers in the street. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that, if let's just pretend, it's just a lot easier to pretend that he was like a douche canoe. So like he's a loser and you are not. But here's the problem here is he thinks that he's the shit and he's out doing whatever he wants to do. And you, a precious angel of a human who's the tits and, and deserves the world are sitting in bed crying because you're still so upset about it. And you can't get past the fact that, you know, someone rejected you. What do we say around here? Rejection is what? re direction like be you got to turn that like sadness and woe is me and why did this happen to me into like gratitude like fucking thank you I remember when my Dumbo ex-boyfriend and I broke up and I did that whole highlight on it and the crowd went wild for that as well I got threatened um by one of his friends that they were going to call the police if I didn't talk, if I talked about it one more time on my Instagram, I was like, I talked about it once, but okay. Um, <laughs> but like you, I turned it into gratitude. I was like, fuck yeah. Thank you universe for showing me someone's true colors. And thank God it's now only a couple months in, you know what I mean? What if you like turn it into, well, shit, what if I had if, if he was a good person or a bad person, right? Well, what if I had had kids with this person and been married and then you're so deep into it and you're either not in love with the dude or the dude's just a narcissistic piece of shit, like, and you're not stuck with him, not that you can't leave, but you know what I mean? It's a much harder decision. Thank goodness that this happened now. Like now we're going to think about all the things that are so amazing about us. We are going to go out into the world and we are going to realize that rejection is redirection and it is re redirecting me to what is actually meant for me. What is that quote? I'm at peace knowing that what is meant for me will never miss me. Like it's never ever going to miss you. Like my belief, people believe in, you know, God in the universe, whatever it is. I believe that the universe has like a path for you. It knows what's going to happen, but it's waiting for you to wake up and be like, cool, I'm ready. I believe in myself. I know I'm the tits. I know I deserve everything and more. Give it to me. That's what I think about all of that. Okie dokie. I'm going to do one more. And then actually the owner, well, yeah, she's the owner, the buyer of my house is coming over. Um, have to show her how to use the garage and the keys and other silly stuff like that. So she'd probably shower, to be honest. Um, this is a very common topic as well. Um, this, I'm just going to kind of summarize what she said, um, but pretty much new into the dating world again, um, was in a five-year relationship. Now I'm back at it. It just sucks. Everyone sends mixed signals and it's all just a game. I'm not sure how to tell if someone likes me or if they're just playing me, please help, um, et cetera, et cetera. So 
First of all, let's change our language. I always, not always, I say sometimes like watch your language. And I know that sounds like a parent like saying something, but truly like whenever you're talking about something or thinking it in your brain, like watch your language, right? It's the same thing as saying like, I have to do the laundry. I have to go pick up my kids from school. I have to do this. It's like, no, you get to do laundry. Like how many people would die to have a wash, not die, hopefully, but would kill, hopefully not, oh, Jesus, would love to have a washer and dryer in their house, would love to have laundry to do. How many people would love to be able to have children that they can go pick up from school? You know what I mean? Just like watch your language and how you say things. It's crazy kind of how it shifts your mindset. So when it comes to dating, watch your language, right? Instead of saying like, um, the dating world sucks, blah, 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 change it to, I don't know, like, I haven't met my person yet, but like getting to meet all these new people, blah, blah, blah. Um, like have a little bit more of a positive mindset about it because, uh, is it kind of the same as like, if you don't want to fuck yourself, then no one else is going to want to fuck you. I don't really think that's the same, but anyway, um, uh, what I have learned is that people want to be around like happy and positive people, right? I'm not talking like toxic positivity. I'm not talking anything like that. But like, if you have a negative thought about the whole date and the dating thing before you even get to it, um, then you're gonna give off that negative energy, which people don't wanna be around, right? So like, it shouldn't be a chore to go on dates. It should be fun and like a way to get free food. Just kidding, kind of, but it's financially very smart. Um, but this is obviously just my opinion, but dating shouldn't suck if you have the right mindset and you just really keep an, an open mind, but can all on the same hand can kind of like guarantee if you think it's gonna be miserable, you're going to look and sound and act miserable. And again, no one really wants to be around that. So I would just all in all change your whole entire language and thought process and mindset about it. Um, I think that you'd be kind of surprised and amazed like how, how you come off to people, you know what I mean? Um, but the whole mixed signal, the whole game thing ain't it. And it really sucks. hundred percent. Totally agree. I will say from personal experience that when a man not a boy, a man is interested in you. He, like he will not let you question if he wants to see you again. He'll make plans with you at the end of the night for the next date. He'll text you like that night or the next morning, whatever. He'll make sure that you know that he had a fun time and wants to see you again, right? He's not gonna send you a love letter. He's not gonna tell you everything that he is obsessed with you about, no. But he's gonna make it pretty fucking clear. And if it isn't clear, that is okay. But he might not want to see you again, which is okay, because we do not want to see someone who doesn't want to see us, right? Um, I talked about this once on my Instagram, that like, uh, I say like way too much, I'm sorry. Um, we as women feel, I feel like we spend so much time thinking, chasing, crying over people who don't want us in every sense of the word. So instead of us going and like getting our rocks blown off, is that how we say it? Rocks blown off? Yeah, by some dude who does want us. We like sit at home crying, thinking about why we're not good enough for this loser boy who's fucking strippers on the beach, you know? <laughs> 
I don't know why I'm talking about fucking strippers and hookers lately. Really sorry. <laughs> um, might be a little aggressive, but men at the end of the day go after what they want. They go after who they want. They do what they want. They make plans with who they want. If he wanted to see you, he would make plans. Remember that. If he wanted to see you, it doesn't matter if he has a super busy work life and he has a lot of things going on. If he wants to see you, he is not going to let you slip away. I promise you that. Like if he wants to date you, he will try his damn hardest. And I want you to remember too, in the beginning of dating, that's when people like show their best, right? So if this dude's best is like he texts you every five days, fuck that. Cause it's just going to get worse. Am I screaming or is it just echoing here? Cause there's nothing on the walls. Um, but remember that, right? Like someone on a date is putting their best foot forward. And if that best foot forward is not good enough for you because you should have very high standards, then we're moving on, okay? Um, but as someone who's been on like both sides of the coin, like let me tell you how clear as fucking day it was with Troy. He never let me go one day and he nev never has since either. One day without him letting me know that he thinks that I'm like a queen. And that's, in my opinion, exactly how it should be. No, relationships are not always sunshine and rainbows. We know that. But like at the end of the day, that man is my best friend. And he makes me feel like I am the queen of his world. And I think I do a damn fucking good job of doing the same back to him. But that is how it should be. Like you are going to go through so many hard things in life the last thing that you should be worrying about, in my opinion, is if the person you're choosing to spend your life with loves you, respects you, supports you, appreciates you. Fuck that. Like, save those thoughts for something else. Save all that negative energy for something else because, let's be honest, we're all gonna go through some shit. Last thing we should be worried about, right? Wait for it. Do not settle. You, you need to meet a lot of people need to meet a lot of people in order to find that. And that's okay. That's why you have to go on dates. That's why you have to get out there. Like God, the universe, whatever you believe in, in my opinion, what I believe has made one person for you, right? Like if you think you're just going to find them super easily or super quickly, like that's not always the case, right? So if you go on five dates and they all fucking suck, like, that just means that the universe, God, whatever, has not planted that person in front of you yet. Maybe maybe the universe is waiting for you to change your mindset, waiting for you to be more positive about it. I remember the day before I went on my first date with Troy, I literally said out loud to my friends at dinner, I said, I feel like I'm finally ready to like settle down with someone or in all honesty, like give someone a chance. Like I feel like I am ready because eight months before that, I wasn't, I did, you know, I'd go on dates and I was like, oh, fuck. like I, I had such a negative mindset about it. And those people obviously were not my people, but like, I literally told the universe I'm fucking ready and boom. Okay, here he is. So anyway, that's just my, you know, 50 minutes of blabbering at you guys. Hope that helped in some sort of aspect. Next episode, I will be in my house. I'm so excited. I will do so many, you know, little tours. I'm not trying to get murdered. Um, so 
you know, I'm not going to do like the whole floor plan thing. That shit kind of scares me. My dad, you know, told me that um, I have a high chance of getting murdered if I do that. So I was like, okay, like I'll listen to you and I won't do that. But anyway, I'm so um, thankful for you guys. Grateful for you every single day. I haven't said, I feel like I haven't said that in a couple episodes. I say it like every day to myself when I put my feet on the ground in the morning. But thank you so much for changing my life. I love all of you guys so fucking much. Um, I'll see you on the gram. I'll see you in the Facebook group. I'll see you in the text messages. I'll see you wherever, but I love you guys. I'll talk to you next week.